joining me this morning. And uh, yeah, wishing you all the best. I hope you had a great weekend. And today we carry on with looking at, at Noah, the ark, the flood, and and looking at this story as a beautiful poetic truth, as a as an allegory that has a lot to do with our lives and and uh, and what we can feel challenged by, what we are challenged by, and and what in the end is it both a challenge and an invitation, you know, to do it do it all a little better. So so today we're looking at this line. This is from Genesis six verse eleven. And the land was corrupt before God, and the land was full of violence. So we're, we're again, we're moving up towards the flood. And it's it's been interesting as we've been doing this over these weeks. Like uh, We've been looking at Emmanuel Swedenborg's biblical commentary called Secrets of Heaven, in which he talks about these things. And he keeps on talking about them and warning us to not think of God as angry and not think of you know, oh, now somebody's going to get their just desserts. It's it's much more about like, yeah, with life, we have certain parts of our life that are just corrupted and we have certain parts of our life that just don't work. And that's the part that's going to get flooded out that uh, it creates kind of its own its own consequences. And it's not not a part of life we want to we want to live with. So so I, I was smiling on on uh, Saturday morning, you know, listening to a podcast and this psychiatrist was on, or excuse me, philosopher was on there on this podcast, and and he talked about what is known as quote the masters of suspicion. I don't know if you have ever heard of that philosophical term. I'd never heard of it, but I loved it. And he went on with talking about the masters of suspicion. He was saying, look, there's a number of different ways you can look at life, and uh, you know, a, a Christian way to look at it is that the ultimate reality is parked over here, and the ultimate reality is love specifically altruistic love. In other words, love that's willing to give of itself. It's not just like loving a football team or loving candy bar or whatever. It's it's parked over here and it's a very specific thing of altruistic love and that that is the ultimate reality. It's very That is absolutely the core of Christian New Church thought, that there is this altruistic love. It is the very ground of our being. And then he said, yeah, and then there's the masters of suspicion. There were three very famous philosophers, politicians, economists, however you want to want to phrase them or or or, uh, or label them, who who said no, you know, actually, altruistic love has nothing to do with it. Really, human beings and and humanity and uh, and human endeavors are all driven by very different things than this altruistic love. And those those three, which I find as a history guy very interesting, are Marx, Freud, and Nietzsche. So Marx, uh, for those of you aware of communist thought, he believed that it was all materialism, that it's all about our relationship to the means of production. It's all about money. That is the ultimate reality, period. And then you have Freud, and we all know Freud. You know, Freud was like, yep, it's all about sex. All That's only thing that drives human beings. And, uh, you know, I had a dear friend who who had this, gave me this great book on Freud and and part of the problems with Freud's research is that no means yes and yes means no. And and Freud would solve these dark forces. And even your even when you said you didn't, you weren't being driven by these dark sexual forces, according to him, that was a sign that you were being driven by them. I mean, just kind of, you know, a little crazy stuff. So that's Marx, that's Freud, and then the last one is Nietzsche. Nietzsche believed that it was all about power. It was all about, you know, trying to create a race of the supermen. Obviously, you know, Hitler takes with that and runs with that to an, an extreme that we we uh, you know, we can't even imagine. Even to this day, seems unimaginable. So, so folks, those are the masters of suspicion. And and you think about with life, right? 
here's here's the challenging part with that. All of those three, you know, the idea that money has a lot to do with 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 money, with with sex, with power. Um, the problem with those three, right, is that they're all a little bit right. There are times in life where those can clearly be the driving forces of life. Just yesterday was the kickoff of the NFL season. Watch any advertisement. Like, there'll be parts of all those kind of, like, showing up there. And when those become the very ground of our being, I think you can see where the land becomes corrupted and th that idea of corruption. I mean, it's it's it almost fits in. Uh, I mean, it couldn't fit in any better, right? If our lives become driven by those three things, that will become all we see. And that was part of this, this author's point. I was listening to his podcast. It becomes all we see. And and I had a brief conversation with someone yesterday and, and um, about cynicism, and I think it's the same with these things. The problem is when we when we have deeply cynical views that there really isn't this thing called altruistic love, it's really about all this other sort of corrupted stuff, humanity's all corrupt, that's all we're going to see. And, and the fact is, anytime we look at life, we're going to be quote unquote right. Because of course you can find those things. Of course you can find those things. Altruistic love, which is the real basis of humanity, and that's what we're here to really try to practice, you know, really try to get back to that. Uh, you know, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's hidden. We don't always see it. Uh, it's much more shared around a dinner table with, with friends or with family. It's much more shared around quiet acts of kindness. Um, it is not as loud and as brash and as as scintillating as as money is, as sex is, as power is. You know, those those things can be so woo, and such a charge. And altruistic love is just very different. So so the story of, of Noah in many ways, and again, we could look at this any number of ways that, you know, from a Christian New Church perspective, so many of these stories, we kind of, we turn them around to different angles, we see from different perspectives. It's, it's not necessarily about a coherent narrative per se explaining them, it's about how do we sort of see these things in the round, is, is how do we move, how do we get back to this altruistic love, and here's all these other things, these masters of suspicion are saying, all you can be is suspicious of love, there's no such thing. Really, it's all about this. Anybody who claims to love or who claims to love you really just wants one of those, those three things. Either they love you for your money or they love you because they want sex or they love you because somehow you'll be able to feed them power-wise. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a horrible way to look at life. Could it, could it be true sometimes? Do some people function like that? Obviously. But that's where we're getting to the story. That's where we're getting to the, those are the things that God really wants to wipe out. <laughs> you know, I just think like dry erase, you know, he wants us to come from a much better place. And as I always say, because I think it's so important, really those things are an invitation back to the better angels of our nature, which are that piece of altruistic love. So, so I hope that makes, makes sense, friends. And just, just, you know, just masters of suspicion. Do not be a master of suspicion today. Do not look at people with jaundiced suspicion. I mean, unless there's extreme circumstances, try to really give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Don't, don't succumb to those masters of suspicion and their voices that tell you these are the really what people are driven by, you know, because I think, folks, we all know there's, there's a lot more, a lot more out there in life. So that's my thought, dear friends. I hope that makes sense. And when you get to enjoy the term Masters of Suspicion, that sounds like a superhero movie to me. So what we're going to do now is now we're going to do a little 
little blessing, little prayer, and then, then we'll say hi to folks on, on social media. So with that, friends, let's get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. So that's what we have today, folks. Just wishing you all the best, and may you keep the masters of suspicion at bay for the day. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.